Hey, I'm kind of edgy. I'm How come your friend. You, your, your, your Owen Wilson sounds like Ken Jeong? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds exactly like Ken Jeong. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Over that or the start of Sable song. Wow. It's <laughs> 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 like... Uh, <sighs> yep. Good shit. You just brought up a thing. This is a gripe I have. Oh. Grinds your gears. This is the thing that grinds my gears. <laughs> what really grinds my gears? The YouTube videos that say ten things you didn't know about blah blah blah. Yeah, I did know everything you just said. Ten things. <laughs> ten things. Ten char- Ten characters you might have forgotten about. No, I remember them. Uh, or ten. Uh, ten. Is this red, red rails against <laughs> clickbait. No, red no, rails just, against clickbait. I'm, I'm just saying it's annoying because I used to really enjoy. The one, some of them were like genuinely good, and now a lot of them, a lot of are them. You, are you trying to say that what culture is struggling for content? No, then? I'm just no. I mean, there's, 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 it's it's not just them. It's like it's like it's but but now it's like it's like just really stupid things. Like ten times food was eaten in a game. You know, it's Mate. just like red. I it's it's I so think annoying. I, I saw a video today, no joke, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, I'm never watching anything from What Culture again." It was Simon Miller talks about times uh, photos of him with hair. I uh, yeah, I saw that too. I saw that too. <laughs> like, I was fuck like, off. Yeah. "Fuck off, you want to yeah. be." You've yeah, you've now easy. entered into the seventh circle the of own, hell. The one that I liked the most was King Ross, and when he used to do his WTF, because I actually genuinely thought it was really funny. Yeah, and then but those got those got old after a while. Yeah, no, they they did, they did, but it's just like, and then well, because it? because Bl- it's like it's like um it's like the WWE is a bit like Donald Trump, where it got to the point where it, you couldn't parody itself because it was you couldn't yeah. parody it or make fun of it because it was doing such a good job of doing it itself. Yeah, yeah, like. It was just like, yeah. look at that. What the fuck? I it's like also yeah. think that King Ross was that his name? King Ross. King Ross, yeah. He ran out of new jokes. Yeah. As well. And yeah, just started yeah. rehash. You gotta you gotta be you gotta get that Yano you gotta get that Yano level of like if you're gonna Oh yeah. You're only gonna come out it's for a running gag. Maybe they needed to do a seasonal yeah. like they need to format and say maybe how can we miss King Ross if you never go away? You know, I yeah. I, I really wanna know what Yano says. Oh, he's speaking what English. He, yeah, that's what I mean. How good was it when he was yeah. he was taped up and he went shit? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, he's like, and then Kevin Kelly's like, uh, Yano's English is improving. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh shit. I was like, ah. Oh. You know what I'd watch? I'd oh, watch. I, I'd watch a, a sick a TV series of like Yano and Yoshi, like a buddy cop thing, and they got to try and figure things out, like solve mysteries. Yeah, I'd I'd love that if the if the the first episode ended on a cliffhanger in which Yoshihashi was killed now to find out who was <laughs> I know who was the murderer and what Yoshihashi's a ghost helping him yeah like, like yeah like a were- American uh, werewolf in London and it's like Yoshihashi is the dead version of that constantly coming back yeah that's what we need to do let's mm. do that returning of Yoshi can I can I give a shout out to someone on Instagram yes you may uh, only only just to follow from today but uh Something happened, and I was like, I'm gonna follow him because I kind of like he does shitty. His name's it's Extreme Clout Wrestling, he's a digital okay. creator. Just hear, hear me out though, shitty Photoshop guy, hip hop wrestling, and random shit. Awesome. Uh, he's just got um, <laughs> it's like a really shitty, you probably won't be able to see it. 
uh, a really shitty thing of um, Finn Balor's head on a dolphin, and it's Dolphin Balor. <laughs> uh, what else has he got? Good pun. Uh, John game. Cena on a kid, like John Cena's head on a kid, and there's a cat, and he's like got a screaming face, and it's John Cena cat. Just Ooh, really silly things. I like this. But anyway, I'm just giving a oh, shout I'm out to them. Extreme Clout Wrestling. He gave us a follow on Instagram, liked a bunch of our shit, and uh, we we have a little back and forth going. So awesome. Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank. While we're giving the shout out, I'd like to thank the um, the. 30 members of my new new NJPW chat on Twitter that I've somehow joined thanks to uh, Wilf Watches Wrestling. He chucked, he kindly invited me to this little group chat of 30 of the internet's weirdest people talking about New Japan. You have been selected to join one of 30. It is right. It's either this or it's either I've joined an elite group of discussion or I've somehow entered a timeshare. I'm not quite sure what's happening. You don't seem like a prick, nor that snarky. Yes, well, it's all about be nice to everyone and talk. I like that Dave has now made a friend on Instagram. I'm glad to see that 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 he's opening up and, and accepting. I, um, I make friends every week. I get like friend requests all the time from these girls. And they, well, they're, they're, af- they're definitely real. <laughs> After... Last week's discussion and me maybe going a little bit aggressive on Instagram, I've decided to change <laughs> tact. And I listened to David Arquette on Talk is Jericho this week, which was Good. really cool. I really yeah. liked it. He Have sounds you like a to dude. It? Yeah, yeah. And it leveled you, Dave. Did it level you? So you weren't you weren't entering into the full MJF on, on Instagram this, this week. You went more to nah, the... this week I was uh, much more subdued. A and, kind uh, much gentler, love, Dave. Much love to David Arquette. Um, and I, so I wrote him a nice message this week oh, in great. the DMs. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> What's that? What's that, Dewey? I'm going to fucking kill you, Dewey. <laughs> Sorry, that was me making fun of your message to him. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it to Dewey. Yeah. Um, I just wrote, heard you on TIJ. It's a great interview. Much love, Mr. Arquette. You do you. Thanks for trying to right some wrongs. We the fans and we work stiff appreciate the effort. Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. I love that you're still not letting him off the hook for yeah. the attack on our childhood. But I'm glad to see that well, there is that Olive Branch. Is well, he hated out. it. He it's what yeah. it's what burned him inside. Oh, he's yeah. Tr- well, a week a week yeah. ago, I wrote a, I cut him a pro, cut a promo on him and uh, well, this well week drunk. I thought I'd well be, be much nicer. So yeah, it's okay. That's yeah. great. I'm, I'm glad promos. to see it. I, on the other hand, got a little snarky on on Twitter. Hey! So I don't know what happened. They swapped again. It happens a bit. We we sort of pick up where the other one drops off. Like, okay, Dave, it's a bit nice. I, on the other hand, decided no, I wasn't picking fights. I was just merely engaging in a discussion that I thought was that needed to be had around these things. People jumping to, like, and I saw that was happening on Instagram too, Dave. That people were jumping to crazy conclusions. Moxley fans going off on Yano. I will not have. I will not stand idly by, whilst people were trashing the good name. Of Yano. of Toriano, mm. yeah, I, I think I, I, might, think, I think I might have had a go at someone about that as well. Yeah, yeah just fucking relax, mate. It's New Japan. It's Yano. It's a Yano match. Just <laughs> chill out. He's a human banana peel. You're allowed to trip on him. I don't think yeah. there's ever been a Torian wrestler I didn't like. Oh wow! Someone sends Zack Saber Junior after you. Mm. Oh, good point. Yes, 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 yes. So, what made you snarky? Uh, a bit of the bit of the overreaction of. Moxley is going to win the G1. Oh no, Moxley's not going to win the G1. Fuck New Japan. They're booking him soft now. Like, I was like, 
What what what? He's on the way out of the company. So you're going to bury him after like building him up and giving him like one of the the best yeah. rookie starts ever in the G1 history. Yeah, he won seven straight. Now he's lost two straight. Always. What the, was the this Toriano? Were they just going like, like can the, how can you not see the dude's brilliance? Ah, uh, that it's like there's no room for this goofy shit. Yeah, this is blah, goofy blah, shit. Blah, blah. This, is what, this is what Mox got away from. This this is on, like people say, oh, New Japan is just like WWE because this shit exists. So therefore, it's all like this or whatever. And I was like. Okay, These this is insane. People who aren't watching. Yeah, you clearly Obviously. aren't watching Toriano because Yano is nothing like. Mm. Like, just go back to like Santino Morella. Let's let's not. Mm. Uh, no, no, yeah. that's what I meant. Just go back to him. Like, <laughs> I'd rather not. I actually like Santino as well. I know this, Fred. That's mm. I. I'm. We're not having this discussion because I'm not opening up. That I door. like comedy wrestlers. Yeah, mm. yeah. See, I don't, but I like Yano. Yeah, which is it? A- well, Mick Foley. <laughs> well, I think I think Mick's career has an argument with you. I'm just saying that the guy had a natural flair. <laughs> There's a very big difference between a natural flair and Santino Marella. Welcome to WeWork Stiff. Welcome to the Stiff Hour, where we discuss all the cool things that all you cool cats want to hear. Yeah, groovy man. What's on today's catalogue, Daddy-O? Well, what is wrestling? Joined across me is the cool cat himself, the chocolate moose, Josh Crichton. Oh, PBS's favourite boy. And over yonder, it is Dr. Dave Pruden, who is also the Southern Showdown (laughs) saviour. Uh, fuck, Red. Uh, yeah, drive so, time with the WeWork Stiff Boys. So please, come and join us on this magical wondering tour we have right now for your audible ears. <laughs> your audible ears. Yeah, they speak to me. <laughs> and they talk to me. <laughs> so, it's weird for me to get like this. I must be having fun. Yeah, well, Dave had this really good question, and I thought it was a really curly one because what I found fascinating about it was because I didn't expect Dave to ask it because we've already established throughout this podcast stuff that Dave is very much the cinematic pro wrestling. I'm glad that you're starting to find Riptide as as well, Dave. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, right? Um, there's, you know, there's, there's a, I really enjoy it. There's an element of it's like, okay, there's really it's really great with the intros, a little too much in the in-ring action. They need mm. to scale back just a touch there so that you can See what's get happening. a better, better perspective of what's <laughs> happening. But some of the angles in the slower moments that they have are fucking unbelievable. Okay. I watched uh, Pac and... Um, Cara Noir. Cara Noir, yeah. yeah. Awesome. What an entrance. Yeah. That guy's pretty good. Yeah. And, um, and he's, he's like a, he's like a theatre actor guy. That's like he's singing. He's an actor. But it's very different. Uh, really? Riptide. Riptide is very different. Riptide's very different, but it is worth a watch. Yeah, I, I like love... Riptide. Riptide's cool. Uh, and and they've got these like Britannica champions. It's beautiful. It's very. It's hipster pro wrestling. Let's just be honest. Really? Yeah. It's hipster pro wrestling. I don't know why that excited me. <laughs> really? You went real deep. <laughs> really? But I I love the aesthetic, and I'm a big fan of the aesthetic. Yeah, like... you know, we're kind of a wrestling company and... at the same time, but we're kind of not. Yeah, that's Riptide, man. Okay. Like, and their 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 poster art is awesome. There, every all yeah. their art, it's just it's the 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 way they film 
yeah, the way they film entrance stuff is just fucking okay. insane. I'll have to yeah. check it out. And and when Pack turned up the first time, it blew the roof because no one could believe that the guy was there. And it just the way they captured that's when that's like if Chikara was done well. <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> yeah, and less, less fucking animal, uh, insect based characters. Yes, yes. But, um, you know, uh, uh, Pasta Sauce, remember Pasta Sauce that we yeah, uh, yeah. saw? It? She, she's a social media worker for Riptide. She's, she oh, wow. There. That sounds um, like it'd be a fun gig because, yeah. yeah, they've got, they have plenty of cool images and oh, stuff. Man. You could They're use. awesome. So, so with this stated, we've already established that Dave is very much the cinematic pro wrestling fan. He loves the, he loves the, the aesthetic hey eh, in the story aesthetic and story together oh my god <laughs> well it's any wonder i was a filmmaker <laughs> <laughs> it would make sense right um yeah. uh and so when dave in the sort of proposing ideas around what we would talk about when he suggested the idea of an off season which positions wrestling as more sports than entertainment i was like oh that's interesting because and it opened up a question that I sort of wanted to get to because we'd had a big a big kerfuffle that happened on Twitter. Um, and this is amazing how all this shit works out. Uh, it had been started by Jordan Grace, had been getting to a Ooh, chat with Lance Storm. Jordan, getting sassy. Getting sassy. Uh, Trisha Parks on Twitter. Um, and it was around kayfabe and the use of real names and all that sort of stuff and about moving the business forward. And what I thought was this was happening at the same time Dave was talking about off seasons, and we're seeing what AEW was doing, and we live, and we were looking at what what wrestling. And I was like, I and my answer to that was, I guess it depends on what you think wrestling is. And then mm. I was like, well, isn't that sort of the question? Is what is wrestling? Because if you answer what wrestling is, it can allow you to figure out how best to present wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So that was sort of the question I was thinking. Is like. We're fans of professional wrestling, but what is it? It's a good question. Yeah. So a bunch of people fighting for a belt with storylines uh, and drama all around it. Big sexy boys. Big sexy it's boys. Competition theater with predetermined results. <laughs> oh yeah, I've always called it like a soap opera. It's like a soap opera with athleticism and danger, <laughs> which is like a, like a Mexican soap opera. Yeah. But when done well, it's far less melodramatic than mm. a soap opera. I think soap opera is like, uh, it's like a dirty word because yeah. you, you instantly associate soap opera with uh, like days days of our lives or yeah. fucking the cheesy, beautiful yeah, cheesy acting, shitty, low it's rent. A, yeah, and look, fucking there's a big percentage of pro wrestling that, that is that. But when it's done well, pro wrestling can be as dramatic and impactful as like a, like a Breaking Bad, or mm, it mm. can have these really fucking heart wrenching moments, um, and not be in any way cheesy. Yeah. Uh, that's still, kind of my. Still, it still needs a bit of cheese, though. Well, I love it a bit of cheese. I'm yeah. fucking huge fan of Yano. There's plenty of cheese there. <laughs> oh, too, too much cheese, man. Slow down on the dairy. Uh, but uh, yeah, it it is, isn't it? It's that it's that idea that like what I love sports based presentation of pro wrestling, you know, that sort of NWA WCW sort of stuff. 
But in that comes the characters. And you think about what Hookshed are wrestling. It's so much around the characters. And the memorable things you remember is like the characters. But that's the same with sports in many cases. Like mm. the character hooks you in. And then you watch the character engage in the sporting contest. You know, And if you're more invested in the character or the team or whatever, you're more invested in the, in the contest. Um, but I was like... Man, I was trying to think about like if you like pro wrestling has got such a bad rap, and I remember being a kid trying to like obviously hide the fact that I liked professional wrestling um, for fear of being fucking the shit kicked out of me, basically. <laughs> um, and like the idea of that being this scene is like, yeah, the soap opera thing to me is always a bit where I'm like, ah, oh, it's 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 more than that. I watched Triple Mania, and that felt like acrobatic soap opera and that's fine like that's <laughs> like going to see um fucking Cirque, circus yeah. delay or yeah. Circus delay. yeah it was like, like circus by delay. spin him around yeah yeah, yeah. I, I guess <laughs> and oh like... isn't it dramatic yeah. <laughs> I, I guess when you present like... it as a soap opera you're, you're already playing off your own insecurities because you're talking to someone who already has a predisposed you... opinion of what it yeah. is so then you appeal to that by saying it's a soap opera and you're, you're almost you're almost yeah, and you're almost in. I think in some ways you're trying to like, like um, degrade it. Mm. To yeah, you make it acceptable because yeah, exactly. if you turned around and you went, "Oh, it's fucking dramatic." Yeah, like, people would be like, "Oh shit, this is <laughs> yeah. fucking light of shit." Yeah, yeah. I think that you you degrade it as a way of saying, "Well, you do you watch soap operas as like your yeah. your fucking like your what is the guilty pleasure, guilty pleasure right?" And if yeah. someone does, you go, well, it's no different to that. Well, because you can't, you can't say wrestling's like The Block meets MasterChef, uh, just minus paying their like staff. Yeah. Well, I had the interesting part is wrestling to me Did is you have watched tough enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, wrestling is more akin to reality television than it would be to a soap opera. Mm. In that they they use reality, they try to blend the li- lines between reality. In the context of a sort of overemphasized or overhyped story component, right? But I just got into that discussion on Twitter because the, the I was sort of saying like people were Jordan Grace had said that she wanted to use her actual name, I think yeah, Trisha Parks is her name on Twitter and stuff, and about moving the thing forward because we're playing a character. Um, and Lance Storm sort of got into a discussion about like well. What 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 are you talking about? Like what what the argument here? Because she was following Xavier Woods's thing that he does, where he's like, I can't use this name outside, so I want to build a brand outside of it, which is a different discussion altogether. Because WWE owns their names, mm. and so the story was about like, well, what is a pro wrestler? Like, as a pro wrestler, because everyone compares. Like, they say most people said to them, pro wrestling was like watching a movie, and they know that it's not real, and they know that none of it's, but and they get swept up in the movie no matter what. But my thing was like, unlike a movie, like if you went to a if you went to Comic Con, you don't get Iron Man's signature. Like you get yeah. Robert Denny. Like the but when you go to a you go to a show, the actual character will sign your thing. Mm. So it's not quite like it. It's like it, but it's not like it. And I wasn't trying to say that it's that the comparison's wrong. It's just it's wrestling is. I actually think it's reductive to say that wrestling's like a movie. Wrestling is his own medium. It's his own thing. Mm. We just need to figure out what the fuck it is so that we understand how we can talk about it. Because we can't... I don't think... I actually think wrestling is incomparable. There aren't things... Like, we struggle with it, and we don't think about it very much. 
Well, for example, why is it called professional? Because it's, I mean, it's because history. you're getting paid. The idea being that, like, an amateur wrestler, so it, that's a legitimate sport that they do at the Olympics and has College, been around yeah. for since the original Olympics, the mm. first ever Olympics. Been around a fucking long, long time. Yep. Uh, and then the uh, professional side of it, it was like kind of like going pro is to get paid to be a wrestler. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's a pretty good analogy. Oh, it's it's that's what it's happened. Like, like a pro boxer, amateur yeah. boxer. It's like when mm. you when you go pro, that means you're getting paid. You're no longer in the amateurs. And it started yeah. as a shoot style. It started as like a pancreas style professional wrestling thing, but then they realized that there wasn't all that interesting to look at. Yeah. So then you'd get people involved. The carnies got involved to try to rig the matches so that they could make money off of the stuff and, and then just and tell a story which would bring crowds. Well, yeah, it sort of built it sort of went from there. Well, it sort of well, just started off. Then you start off as ripping people off. Then yeah, yeah, and it's, it always has been about ripping people traveling off. champions and stuff. Then yeah. as well, go yeah. from town to town and yeah, it's a fucking yeah. It came out of the carnies. It's like because of its history, it's got like this. It's like ashamed of its past. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like oh geez, this is a. But when you think about it as like a as an art form or as like a medium, like it has potential to tell stories that. Like I was thinking about this when I was like, you know, like the Marvel Universe is trying to copy the comic book format mm. of like this long form storytelling because comics are really good at that. Um, but where comics fail is their inability to uh, finalize stories. They're often, they often have third act issues because they don't want to end the story. Mm. They just want to keep it going on so there's always a story next week, right? That's why uh, TV series, once they go past, say, that third series, that mm. third, third season, it's very difficult to end Yep. A TV series, and rarely do they get it right. Which is why Netflix, Netflix gone be going for too long. Netflix won't order series now more than three series seasons. It's like a model that they've they've sort of said, "Yep, we get you in your hot shot early, and then out you get." Uh, but professional wrestling is one of the few areas where they can do long form storytelling, mm. decade long storytelling. It's almost, yeah, it's almost endless. Yeah, and it makes you wonder, right? Like. That positions it as a really unique and really valuable storytelling model. The question is, is I guess, is well, how do you? We currently in the in the marketplace, we have Vince McMahon's story, like Vince McMahon's view of professional wrestling, and everybody else's. And Vince's view is seen as the industry standard, and so that's what people think it is. People think, well, it's it came out because it's similar to sport, but. Like that's where I'm trying to get it. Like, is it the same as sport, or is it not? Like, because if it's like a sport, then it 100% needs an off season. Oh yeah. But if it's entertainment, then it's then it's a weekly show. No, 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 no. no. But then it's if it's entertainment, it can also be have an off season. Potentially, yeah. Because you think about all the value that. TV shows have in having that off season. Oh yeah, creates anticipation. You get the writers get to spend more time mm. on creating the next season. You get that's an easier way to introduce new characters or new story arcs because you can drip feed throughout that off season. It's actually a really great way to produce uh, entertainment content because because then you have trailers. Uh, uh, you can do behind the scenes. You can do all this other extra shit 
that you can't do if you do week to week TV. Mm. So what is what is Vince McMahon's TV then? What is it? What is it more akin to? Because it's not then it's not the same as episodic weekly television. Is it a game show? Is it a variety show? It's a variety show. Mm. It's like fucking hey hey it's Saturday with steroids, literally. Yeah. yeah. Instead hey, of cocaine. Hey, Saturday reference. I just had a hey hey Saturday reference. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, that one but, even shocked me. Fuck. Yeah, Jesus, Dicky D. Yeah, but the like a duck. <laughs> yeah, but that's what yeah. I'm trying to get. Like, okay, so so then it then Vince's show currently. So AEW has demonstrated that we think they're going to do weekly TV, right? Like that is what well, that's they've said as much, haven't they? they? Yeah, they're doing 51 weeks a year. Yeah, maybe they're having gonna, Christmas off. They're going to shoot on the on the boat and everything. Um, yeah. Which would be really fucking cool. Yeah, by the way. yeah. I think that the idea of them doing different style arenas, different style weekly show, yeah. like that old WCW sort of thing, things look different from week to week. But that that's funny, right? Because you're right. I hadn't sort of thought about it like that. Where it's like, if it's like a TV season, then why why couldn't it be? Because well, Lucha Underground did that. They did the season model where they did like. They did episodes in a season. Granted, mm. they also did like fucking. They went the full hog of like supernatural science fiction. Fucking. Mm. They became yeah. more of like a TV show. They made it exactly like yeah. a TV show. Um, but the first season of that was great. Then it fucking went off a cliff. But mm. the idea of like <laughs> that sounds like a lot of actual TV shows. <laughs> yeah, as well. exactly right. <laughs> well, I guess you'd say they jumped the shark. Cage. Yeah. Well, they they uh, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to where to. They dropped the they more like they jumped the Brian Cage. Um, <laughs> but the I would suggest that it makes you think, right? Because you're like, okay, yes, I accept that suggestion, Dave. It if it is a TV show, then why the fuck are they doing it fifty two weeks a year? Like, if it's, if it's a TV series, why? I I can't think of many reasons why. I did what? a pros and cons of having an off-season mm-hmm. and came up with a lot of pros and very little in the way of cons. Other than TV it, revenue? Other it... than TV revenue. But it, off-season doesn't have to be like... No, it doesn't have to be like... Um, like say the Walking Dead, where they come out, they do the beginning of the year and then October or whatever it is, yeah. and there's so there's six months between yeah. seasons. It doesn't have to be like that. It could be a month. Yeah, it could be like what's the NBA now? The NBA feels like it's three weeks between well, the seasons. Well, the off season's far more interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So why why couldn't you do things in the off season from a as a but that aren't necessary like like a draft or whatever. Or recruit new talent during this off season. Present it that way anyway. You might have signed them fucking six months ago. You have a summer league, NXT. But, but so here we go. Get the list out, Dave. I've got a list here. So, uh, but the, but the, I think the, one of the best pros is that wrestlers get a break. Yes. That's so regardless of it, whether you're on. And you know, AEW talks about how not every guy is going to wrestle every week. Well, how's that going to go when there's pressure for ratings? Yes, and mm. and you've got a roster of like twenty guys. Like, how big? You're going to have to get a bigger roster if you're going to have as many breaks. 
Because someone's yeah, going to be and carrying you, and the you've shit got, though. What, so Cody's going to run the show one week, and then the next week's going to be the Bucks, and then the next week Kenny Omega, and then so they can have a rest from yeah. time to time. Like, how's how's all this stuff going to work? I know we're probably going to see a few answers to that, but I think mm. wrestlers getting a break only helps them with any injuries that they might be getting, or if they have to have surgery, or just to recover from bumps. Yeah, and make themselves mentally happy. Yeah, or, or yeah, or, yeah exactly. Or a chance to go. Yeah. Oh, this last season, my character I wasn't real fucking happy with it. Maybe I can really kind of work some stuff, try some different stuff out, train a couple of different Watch moves. Some I've tape. Got three yeah. months to fucking reflect, figure something out, yeah. and try and sell an idea to to the powers that be. Yep. The, so uh, the Bray, is- the Bray Wyatt approach. Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's a gigantic thing. Like, you, and also too, like you can't miss something that's not gone. Exactly. That was another, Jimmy, Jimmy that was, Cornette's in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's something you guys keep saying. Uh, yeah. It's a nice point you make there, Red. Continue. Well, you see, the thing is, is that you know, for example, you guys all love me, right? But if I go all of a sudden, you'll love me even more. That's true. Yeah. It's like it's what we do with the podcast. We didn't do a show for six months, yeah. and how do people now that they're now oh, adore us? They're out there joking for us. They love us, yeah. every single one of us. <laughs> they can't, they can't wait. But to it, have us it, back. it's funny because it, getting back to the NBA, I'm a huge NBA fan. I cannot wait for next season. And what do you think is the most viewed, watched week of the NBA? I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess it's the first week. I'm I don't know if it is. Um, yeah, I don't first know. You're in, just yeah. throwing that out I'm, like a. I'm gonna guess I'm gonna it's the first. Say the finals week. probably. I'm gonna say the first week and then the playoffs. Uh, probably. I think the like the idea of the idea of how can you miss you if you never go away is that idea of like you can be great, but you can if, oversaturate yeah, yourself. Yeah, there's only so much yeah. good you can exactly. have. Exactly. It's like yeah, I get sick of great. Yeah. Like. Four star matches in the G one. Okay, so, give me give me a fucking something else. Give me a Yano. Yeah, give me a Yano. Uh, Yoshi. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I think <laughs> I away. sent you in a, in a you to a message about it the other day. It was like try to come up with an analogy. I don't know how effective it was, but I was like, well, if Guns and Roses played at your local pub every Friday night, eventually, that's gonna get old. You're yeah. gonna be like, well, I've seen them fucking 942 times in a row. I don't need to go again. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, look, I'm not it, gonna it, lie. It'd be old the second I saw them. They only had one good song on us for Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say overrated much? Look, replace fucking ex- with whatever yeah, name, yeah, I, I with whatever, what name. whatever what you like. Saying. If you yeah. saw them all the time, you'd get like, yeah. okay, I want to see something different. You know, I'm a bit yeah. sick of this. Yeah, maybe maybe you could go with some cornrows or something. Maybe we go to Axel. We have it. A- Axel. Yeah. We're now having conversations yeah. about Axel Rose. <laughs> I'm saying we're going Axel Rose. Yeah, look at yeah. the more carrot yeah. top you get, the better. Uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so uh, like, like you look at you look at some of these more impactful TV shows that have seasons and they kind of mm. write to a season. So you can do, you can still do long-term um, booking, but you can f- have seasonal focus stuff that can go from one season and flow into the next. So say if a, um, say if a Jungle Boy is a lower mid-card guy for this sort of season, this for six months or whatever, and then gets hot right towards the end and there's some sort of cliffhanger with his storyline right at the end of that season... Then the anticipation could be built, and you've got time to figure out how you're gonna have that fire in that next season. Yeah. Well, Rather that, than it just go week to week and week week to week, and you might. Mm. I mean, you can miss either way. Well, but I'm just. It's an interesting there could be opportunities point. There, interesting you know? point you make because 
I was thinking about this the other day, and not to derail it, but it's it's in the ballpark of that because this is not a discussion yet to getting into different approaches to professional wrestling. But I was thinking about this, like we're entering this G1 season. If you think about who's not on the G1 tour and you think about how hot they had built up Robbie Eagles just before the whole... Like we'd gone and seen Robbie Eagles finally get this mm. ascension to joining Chaos. And now he's going... He's like having... He has the entire G1 tour off, right? Yeah. It's like at some point they'll remind you coming back. Like they can do a whole thing at the beginning of the in October of like the Bullet Club chaos thing. They can go back to that. Mm. And it's like, oh that's right. That's the that's that story that we completely didn't remember we had. But if you can like it doesn't necessarily what I'm saying is it doesn't necessarily have to be a cliffhanger. It just has to be a seed that's planted that then they can just go like, remember this guy? Well he's remember that that point is there. Now he's here and it's like, oh that's right. And it's it feels fresh. You're like oh, I'm even though they like they're able to take all the good stuff, and you're not bored of the good stuff. Even though you just saw the guy in a five star match or whatever, you're excited in three months time to get back into that story because they sort of dip in and out of those stories. So maybe I don't know. Is this a is this a Walking Dead fear the Walking Dead situation? I don't know in terms of the idea where it's actually like, that's that's a good point because I've always seen. New Japan, if it was in seasonal, it starts, the series starts at the G1 and series ends at Rasada Kingdoma. Then you have the sub-series, like, you know, the... Well, Domin- fi- I wouldn't call Dominion the sub-series. No, I'm not calling Dominion that series. I'm just saying then you have like the Battle of Super Juniors, you have the Tag Leagues and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. so for me, I've always seen the G1 as the start and then Wrestle Kingdom is the end. That's yeah, there's like these towards. side stories along the way yeah. that well, sort yeah. of happen. It's like when the X-Files used to have that weird break yeah. So used, to, used to go over a um, used to go over a period of time. So used to give you like the mid season. Remember they had the X Files had the mid season break. Mm. I'm pretty sure it had like eight episodes and then it finished with like five, like in oh, three I can't months. Remember now. Yeah, yeah, it was, but it was like that in the old days. They didn't necessarily always have the season go the entire like yeah. sequentially. It would have a break at some point. Anticipation for stuff is a real thing. It's, yeah, it creates buzz and like series TV series that do it really well. Um, that's why they have such rabid and loyal fans mm. is because they, their content is good when it's there and then when it's not there, they give you just enough to keep you on the line mm. and have your fucking chomp and a bit of, you know, the date comes out for the yep. next season to start. Yeah. Well, I've kind of always seen the Fed as its seasons go from pay-per-view to pay-per-view. So pay-per-view happens, start of next season. Pay-per-view happens. But they showed a show, mate. It's not yeah. even pay-per-view to pay-per-view because there's no, there's often no storyline that runs from one month to the next. That's the, you, often you're getting the no. same shit that you got last month. So it, in a way, it kind of reminds me of the Looney Tunes because there are just so many episodes of that mm. and they don't really seem to go anywhere. They just hit an episode starts and it started. It's probably an accurate ref- And then an episode ends and yeah. it's ended. Yeah. So there's yeah, no it's, actual... like, it's like watching Roadrunner cartoons. Yeah. But you learn. You always know. You always know that the coyote's gonna be trying to set up these tricks and gonna have shit fall on his head. Yeah. And the roadrunner's gonna get away. Yeah. It's like the same shit over and over and over again, but recycled just, in just a slightly different. different way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is this idea that there is, in some way, a, there is a long form continuity to that, but it's not something that's in any way interesting. Yeah. Like it's, it's just it's there. Um, it's kind of like, and that's like that's what they leverage. That's what the WWE is so scared of is going away because they they're habitual. 
Like that's the idea of they've built their model around habit habit forming. Like you'll just turn on on a Monday night and they'll be there, yeah. right? Like, and a lot of TV shows like that's almost like fucking Jerry Springer or whatever. Like whatever those shows yeah. are, like they're just they're just there. Is, and is that a, is that model? It seems to me that that model seems like it's becoming less valid. It feels like it. The drop off in ratings, and especially if your product is being complained about. (laughs) Yeah, consistently. Well, the 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 discussion around, like, I don't want to get into the the same old discussion around ratings and stuff, but it does link into the idea of how you structure your shows. Their ratings drop off has been dramatic. It's huge. Like, yeah, if you go just a year, like a year and a half ago, they were getting four million for a raw, and now they're getting twos. Like. That's crazy. Hmm. Like they're happy to get two. Like we're in this. Yeah. That's a that's a, that's eighteen months. Hmm. Like that's really alarming. It has to be seen as alarming. And I understand that television dynamics are changing, and that's why this discussion I think is interesting because, like, one of the hottest and most anticipated shows is Stranger Things. Like, hmm. it's not consumed in the same way as. Traditional two years television. between the last season yeah. and this one. And yeah. you can basically get your hit in one shot. Yeah. Like you can just go and inject the shit into your veins and you're done. I actually spread yeah. it out. I have like the last four episodes to go and I started them when they first came out. Yeah, but a majority of majority of people do they just straight in one the hit. neck yeah. in one yeah. hit, blow it yeah. out and then yeah, yeah, it's done. That's that's become the way That's how we consume it. Consume. Yeah. Which is like which binging. Is like, binging is the norm. Yeah, well, it's almost like you're just holding, 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 and then you bust your nut in 15 seconds. Like, so why why couldn't they do a, for example, if they want to have four pay per views a year? Mm. Why couldn't you do four pay per views over an, uh, say, a ten month or nine or ten month period rather than over a twelve month period? There's nothing stopping. And then, yeah, and then you just you because you still write it's still long a long season. Yeah, like if you getting... if you booked and you said the first like let's say Western format, we said the let's say the WWE model. Mm-hmm. Let's look at that model. If you started with the Royal Rumble and said that's the start of our seat, that's the start of the year. You don't need any story to build that up because the format itself is structured. Mm. The winner of this match is going to go to WrestleMania, right? Right. So you could have the you could have Two months off before the Royal Rumble, and you could just use those. Like, look at what the AEW has been able to do with their Road Two stuff. Mm. That is a. I think they've in. I think in trying to like, like trailers. Yes. Like yeah. Trailers for the next season. Yeah. In yeah. trying to tread water whilst they get to TV, I think they've uncovered a good way to build up professional wrestling. Like yeah. Like you don't need weekly. If you had that model and said we're going to release a trailer for the next thing, like people would that that seems like a better, more efficient way to use your talent than to have them out there wrestling a seven or eight minute wrestling match for no real purpose to mm. tell a story. Like it just seems like there's a lot of stuff going on that could be really simplified. But it takes someone to have the courage to say, "Well, I'm going to take less money," because that's the discussion. Networks are going to want money. They're going to want ratings that are consistent. And if you can give me 2 million people every Monday night for 52 weeks in a year, like no one else can give you that level of consistency. So you just guarantee that every Monday night we're going to get this number. So we can basically book out our our advertising revenue for the entire year, which 
basketball can't give you. No sport can give you that because they can't do it every night. Mm. But Fox Sports bought WWE because they wanted a sports-like presentation. They wanted to replace the UFC with WWE, which is laughable when you think about it, right? Like they wanted a yeah. sports-based presentation. They went for the Fed because, yeah. like, but the idea would be that people want to watch it because live sports is the only thing that rates anymore. Like that's that's the reality. It's one of the few rating things on television because you have mm. to see it in the moment. You have to see it live because you can't, no one wants to watch the thing on, on replay because the experience of watching a live thing is seeing it happen live and knowing that you just witnessed something. That idea that we talked about for Sonata Akata, that match is 10 times better live because if you go in spoiled, it's the, the drama, the anticipation is not the same. It doesn't build mm. to that. So that's what they want out of that product. But it's not presented or structured anywhere similar to, to to pro sports, like at all. Whereas maybe maybe it should be. And there's talk that they want to get to be more sports based. But how do you do that? In it doesn't make it does not make sense because there is no sport on the earth on earth that could do a fifty two week season. Mm. People yeah. would die. What, 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 what? <laughs> I don't understand what Fox thinks that looks like. <laughs> What? I don't think they. I think they paid what it was it four hundred million for it, and yeah. they don't. They have no idea what a sports based presentation of WWE <laughs> is, or whether that WWE can even deliver anything remotely what they think it might be. Hmm. Yeah, because WWE doesn't want to like they say sports entertainment, but they want to be more entertainment than sport. We make movies now, like. They Dad. don't even do that. No, I know. I know that. <laughs> I, I, I'm aware of that, Dave. It, but it's short attention span cinema. But they, I just think that there's a discussion around, like what I find fascinating is like WWE is not, to me, it's not what my understanding of pro wrestling is. That's not to say that someone that likes that can't say that that's what their pro wrestling is. Although I do think there needs to be a discussion around like, like, a definition, or maybe maybe wrestling is like a bit like um, what was um that uh, Reagan the the Reagan Commission's definition of pornography was um I we we don't know what it is but we know it when we see it yeah like wrestling's a bit like that where it's like I can't really define what it is but I know it when I when I'm looking at it like when I see wrestling like, that's pro wrestling that's totally pro wrestling and you often hear people yeah say, because oh, it, yeah the spectrum is so. Broad. So broad. Like you've got mm. Chikara all the way to WWE. And yeah. they're the oh, same thing. Fucking hell, they, they might that really might be the same thing. They, they're under the same umbrella somehow. Uh, to be fair, Dave, Chikara WWE, I think I think that might be the case where you go so far around that you're basically they're sitting right next to each yeah, other. It's like three sixty around but you've gone three sixty <laughs> into another dimension. Yeah. It's like yes, Chikara is WWE. Well Quackenbush works for fucking the Fed, so I don't know. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yes. So, that guy's a fucking weird dude. But I It is the weirdest presentation of Pro Wrestling ever. It is it so is. odd. Yeah, yeah but you, you have to watch Chikara just to be like, okay, this is a thing. Like this is like, <laughs> <laughs> And then be like, why? <laughs> why is it a Should thing? it be a thing? <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, we... people are into it. Some people. Yeah, and that's and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Shikara shame anyone. But I'm not going to Chikara on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds but, like something I'd be into. Oh, I think you may. I, <laughs> you still, might you might, you and Still Life might be like fucking. You just like yes, let's. Oh, dude, it's 
it's it's not great. Uh, I don't. It's not my style. Put it this way. It's, it's not different. my style different. of think, professional wrestling. Think, think, if Mantor was a lucha libre, <laughs> okay. and and enjoyed performance art. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd like this. Um, it's like you know how all the things you hate about art. Mm-hmm. That's that. Jakar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there is literally a wrestler called Still Life, and he is essentially <laughs> a a mannequin that is that is like an abstract painting brought to life that that wrestles. Right. <laughs> uh, a bit like Bill Ding. Yeah, it, yes, mm. Disco Inferno could book that shit for sure. Mm. The evil architect yeah. Bill Ding is in Chikara. Uh, but what I'm getting at is like you watch it, you like it looks like pro wrestling, but it's like. But is it like, and and that's the that's the thing. Like, is pro wrestling in a ring? They they view pro wrestling as performance art, and mm. it, and the art they could make a compelling argument that it is. You know, yeah. You know? Isn't that isn't that Quackenbush's thing? Yeah, isn't he like, I don't know, isn't he a doctor of something? <laughs> doctor of performance art, performance art or something. <laughs> doctor part. <laughs> that's like Park his here. vision for it yeah. is to be. Yeah, he wants it to be that, and that's why like. Um, and like Orange Cassidy is like like what is Orange Cassidy like what is he <laughs> like what is that man? He's a wrestler that doesn't like being a wrestler. Yeah, but it's so fascinatingly odd and weird and like and it works and it works because everyone's in on it. Everyone yeah. accepts it and go like we all get this. We're all yeah. together. And so like it's Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. Mm. Like what is <laughs> what is this? Like what are we watching? But great ref. Yeah. You're watching a great ref. Fucking Bryce Rensburg <laughs> for the win. Mate, got his AW contract off of that gig. But like But that is performance art. And I just think it's such a it's such an odd it's such an odd thing that that is the same thing as New Japan. Like I was watching Triple yeah. Mania and then I was watching the G one <laughs> that night. And it was like it's such an odd like because Lucha is Lucha's Insane. Lucha's insane. Wacky as well, yeah. Like you like watching Lucha like I watched I watched a fucking fucking Blue Demon and Doctor Wagner Jr. nearly kill each other in the ring. Like it was, it, but what's what I loved about it was like professional wrestling. You think okay, they're gonna do this like mask versus hair match and they're gonna like sell the thing. Fucking Blue Demon Jr. got up. They got a hammer, a legit hammer, and he grabs the hammer. And you think, oh man, they're gonna like sell this like Triple H style. So no, he's grabbed it. He just took three steps and just whacked him in the back. And it was like. There was no, there was no drama to it. He just like walked up, fucking it, hit him in the back, hit him in the hand, and it was like. And then the other time he grabbed a bottle and just walked up and smashed him over the head. It was like, what am I watching? Like, there is no, there was no conscious understanding that they were selling this as a performance. It was just like these two old fellas just want to get in there and scrap. Sounds like my family doing Christmas. <laughs> it, it was fucking great. I loved it, but I was also like, this is nothing. Like, this is like. What I'm trying to get at is the diversity of pro wrestling makes it so hard to put into a box where we can say this is what it needs to be. Like, if it's yeah. sport, if it's sport, then it's a completely different presentation than it's performance art. And if it's performance art, then like I don't, I don't know. Is AEW has claimed that they want to be a like wrestling is for everyone, and they're going to create a way to merge all those styles. I, I think, think I, I, yeah. I think I that's impossible. That, that it? just sounds like 
cluster fucking yeah. un, and not a good like one. A, yeah, like not, an exercise in futility, like an an unachievable goal. What's that? What's that saying about when you try and appeal to everyone? You appeal to no one. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. yeah. And I think that, but I do think the underlying idea regarding here's my thinking: if you did an off season, I I think I I think the off season idea works for two. Like you've you've sort of like I didn't consider the the TV series component about it, but I do like the idea of what you mentioned before, Red, about like if you had a series like maybe look at how marvel structure out their movie like stuff where it's like you have a series here and then you have like a sub series here that you have to you can watch it and if you choose to watch it it'll help you understand the broader story but you don't have to watch it if not like so like let's say we've got our main title like let's say the g1 is our main title it's our main season okay and we we know it's gonna be an eight week season we turn tune in each week and we watch this season and it's with all, it's like the Avengers. It's like where all the people are together. And then in the juniors, we've got like it's like Ant Man or something, or it's like this little story over here that's sort of happening. If you watch it, it'll help you better understand the G One and the Avengers. But you don't have to watch it to enjoy the other one. And so you have like these little crews that are running little series all yeah, across and, the. And Dead Deadpool is your deathmatch wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's sitting over there, right? And it's sort of yeah. like. If you structured it that way and said, "Okay, you don't have, we don't expect everyone to be on it, but the top guy in one in each one of those series will join together for the big series." And so the top guy is wrestling in two series, but he gets the rest of the year to like to sit at home basically, or go work somewhere or else, or fucking do... promote his own shit. Or yeah, because do his own, yeah, like do his Janela's spring bakes or whatever but you want to do. You could do week. Could you do wrestle could you for take... another company if yeah. you want? Yeah. Could you take could you take the Japanese touring schedule and turn it into a weekly series and block it out like that? Is that something you could do? Where if you had four pay per views, you had like the first pay per view was like the the finale of your first season, which is all your this this whatever group of guys you want to have, and then your next season's like thingo, and then it builds to the big season, or you have your big season in the middle, and then like I don't know, but. I'm thinking that that might be a way to because everything about the modern world is shared universe, mm. right? Like shared universes. That's what everyone's trying to build. It's these shared universes. Well, wrestling can wrestling's in a position where we've always had shared universes. Mm. Like the WCW end up like the WWF war was because of a shared universe that they just didn't acknowledge. Wrestling was a shared universe. Like they're the outsiders, but why are they the outsiders? If if it was two different series, they would just be new characters coming in. No, no, no. This is like an implicit shared universe. These are characters that are coming across from the competitor. So as a consequence, yeah. both of them existed together in a shared universe. Yeah. The, well, divisions inherently make it a shared universe as well. Yeah, mm. exactly, right? Like, So there's a shared... And we currently... like When you look at the indies, the indies is a shared universe where a guy like Orange Cassidy is the same guy no matter where he goes. He's still Orange Cassidy, like. Yeah. But he goes and wrestles in one space, and then he wrestles in another space. Those stories, like David Starr, is probably the best example of that, where he's got he's got he's got like eight stories running with himself. Yeah. Like he's got his shit running with Pack. He's got his shit running with Janella. Like he's going all around the spots working his Walter story, but he's the same character in all these different um, promotions. Well, what if those promotions were seasons? And yeah. he was a character. 
a recurring character. Like you could book it to think about it in a way where you could run, you could conceivably run fifty-two weeks a year. You could, if you say, "Well, wrestling has to be there every week," but it doesn't have to be the same show every week. Yeah, every yeah. Every week, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Maybe, maybe that maybe the WWE universe actually needs to fucking follow its own title and think about that. But instead of doing like, I just think that could be interesting. Like. It's a way that you could definitively make, like, you know, AEW talks about wins and losses matter. That's a way you could make them actually matter is you could jump from sort of uh, series to series depending on, like, how you went from one to the next. Yeah, like a boy in his dinosaur could be, get, could be in this first, se- this first season, AEW season one, which is like a focus on, like, the tag division as the explicit focus, and that's the stories they're wanting to tell. And... They get over big, and maybe there's a bit of dissension, and Jungle Boy gets a thing, and then the next season's a big focus on the juniors, and it's like Jungle Boy's just coming off the thing, and you can cross this, you can cross them over, you can cross your seasons yeah. in, you can do a, but maybe it's like that, maybe it's that idea of like the Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, you know, like putting in the the other thing to help, like obviously that was designed to try to get some ratings off the gigantic ratings of the other show, but yeah, like or the Netflix. Marvel Netflix series, which were all designed to lead to be connected, interconnected some way. Interconnection, I think, is an idea that would be really interesting to look at in professional wrestling now. I think the indies are doing it, but if you could structure the indies around, you could conceivably you could do it. I just think we need to get to a point where you give wrestlers a break because you they're, got they're dying because they're not. Yeah, I mean, there's been a long well, time I, of that. Dude, yeah. look. It, fans as well yes. like like mm. we were talking about before it's like now that we're in the heart we're in the thick of g1 and we just mentioned in the other show like oh phantasmo like oh yeah kind of like because <laughs> yeah. the focus has been on the heavyweight division yeah. all these great junior guys that i've forgotten about <laughs> have been like there's been a lot of character stuff based around them lately now there's this anticipation now for I've got anticipation like I oh, can't wait to see Phantasmo after seeing him in Melbourne and I want to yeah. know what goes on there. It's like I like that side of it. Yeah, and so they've had time off, but they but the company's still going and the the company's still yeah. doing its shit. It's just those there's like I read they did a list of everyone that's not on this tour and it was like my god, like Sho and Yo aren't on this tour. Like yeah. the the level of talent that they just that New Japan's like no we're fine. You're like those guys would be sitting at home just like, it'd be great. Like, mm. if you're like an Eagles or a Phantasmo signed your fucking New Japan contract, you're like, this is this is not too bad. Like, It, it makes me think that Chase Owens doesn't have a family. He's everywhere. <laughs> Chase like, Owens, he's, he's always on the road. He's trying, to, he's trying to get himself, yeah. he's just trying to get himself to a position where he can have that Phantasmo yeah, 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 contract yeah, yeah, yeah. and he can stay away. He's still looking for his family. <laughs> yeah. I. But that's. But that doesn't that suggest that that is... That is something that I know the tours are hard, but the but if you think about it, like if you did the tour and then you had th- a two months off, yeah, it, it does make it. That's why Will Ospreay's a freak because he's just is not going to have a break. But I mean, like you know, I mean, a happy wrestler is a good wrestler. So having time off to heal and hang with their family and to sort of actually spend some of the money yep. they've earned, and also I think get antsy to want to get back yeah and then like think about them creatively like creative wise like they they could be sitting at home get this great idea at two in the morning and start shutting it down rather than being fatigued trying to work in training trying to recover from training the match all that kind of stuff so i mean it's just like an off season 
I think probably would be the best thing for wrestlers. But unfortunately, the model that has been around for a number of mm. years now is based off financial basis. So that's why they probably, like the WWE, for example, they love the fact that people think of like WWE when they think wrestling. Mm. They're never going to stop. That's going to be them going forward for years to come. They're not going. They're not going to stop. It's going to be every single week, every single month. Well, they're, they're stubborn. Your throat. They're stubborn. And and in fact, they'll probably start doing two pay per views a month, which they've already kind of semi started doing. Well, anyway. re- wrestling was able to wrestling got its prominence because it was able to be on weekly. Like it mm. was able to do what sport couldn't because it had the ability to orchestrate the whole system. Mm. So it got TV and cable were really integral to wrestling becoming so popular. Um, but it's probably, I think professional wrestling could probably sort of preempt what's inevitable in the television landscape. TV is going to die, you know? like Yeah, it'll change, yeah. And so maybe they need to get ahead of that. And I thought AW, IEW was going to be, I really thought they were going to change the world in the context of how they positioned wrestling. And they may still do that, but they're doing it on a format that is invariably tried and true, and they haven't necessarily bucked the trend, so mm. to speak, mm. uh, in relation to that concept. And so it's like, okay, you can have all the great ideas you have, but you're still operating within a system that is going unchallenged, and maybe mm. that system needs to be challenged a little. I think it, I, I kind of look at it like it was a... It's a strange turn of events that has brought them to a spot that I didn't think they wanted to be in. Yeah. I didn't think that the Bucks wanted to work as many dates. Mm. I think they, I thought they wanted a lighter schedule and to be home more. Mm. But you're going to be producing a weekly TV show that's a traveling show where are you taking, packing up the family and taking everyone with you or like they I would assume that those guys have f- somehow in their contracts have figured out ways to get like big chunks of time yeah. off and and loosen the load and maybe that's why there are so many VPs but like a seasonal format um I think that would benefit everyone too I mean if you look at sorry off that topic for no, a second ahead. if you look at what um UFC's done with their contender series mm. it's been it look, took a little while for it to get going, but it's become kind of quite popular because people are always like, well, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you're always on the lookout for your next boy yeah. Yeah, or your next, your next talent. To so, so to do, even if you didn't have an off-season, so to speak, but you had an off-season from the, the big shows or, or a break every once a month, instead of putting on your regular show, you did your contender series where you're up-and-coming guys, mm. you're highlighting them for a night. Hmm. I don't know. There's a bunch of different ways you could kind of approach an off season, but maybe still run it 51 weeks a year. Just by using everyone in different Just intervals. Just by using everyone, yeah. Like that's what I guess what New Japan <laughs> make AEW more like New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like New Japan. They don't run weekly television, so that's that's a part that is really distinct. Is that they run that tour model. But yeah. what I, I think is that got to be they a, tend to tour. There tends to be something happening every yeah, most weeks. Most weeks, it? yeah. But it's not like they. It makes you think that they're they're like a touring like they're like a touring they're like a band in many cases. You know, like they, a, like during carnival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like off they, yeah, yeah. And so 
and, and Yoshi. You join the circus. You run away to join the circus. Oh, he's Yoshi's he's the ri- fucking, he's the ringmaster. He's a clown, right? Yeah, it's the, a the shit cleaner. Yeah. Oh, speaking of clowns, how many clowns are in fucking AAA? Good God, Psycho Clown's the, the ace. The ace of AAA is Psycho Clown. I fucking love it. Uh, just as a weird like, I just love when they're like, he is the ace, and you're like, oh my god, it's the Tanahashi of AAA. It's like, out comes Psycho Clown for fucking full mohawk clown yeah, mask seen him. with yeah. the fucking the Doof Warrior. Is, is, isn't that fucking, a stable? Like, <laughs> isn't that a stable? Of yeah, clowns? that's all the clowns. Yeah. Bring in the clowns. There's a bunch of clowns. Um, wrestling, mate, it's great. Hmm. But the yeah. but didn't insane clown posse already do that? Yeah, they did. <laughs> Vampira was there in both of those iterations. My God, <laughs> the. <laughs> He's uh, the, the hey, this works. One the, common denominator. The Stan Lee of the fucking wrestling universe. Vampiro. It's fucking vampiro. <laughs> uh, in any case, yeah, like I, I, I think like the idea of structuring that block format could be a way to to get around. If you got to do fifty two, if you got to do every week, you can't have like look at the like the quality of being the elite has dropped considerably since the guys have gotten incredibly busy doing their own shit right like they're yeah. like they're just they can't they doing like mailbag shit yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, we don't have any ideas we send shit to other people so they can just send us a video yeah and you're like they're not really building any they're not doing anything on that channel whereas cody's obviously he's he's got a real focus and he wants to really and he's working with that steve you guy that did the resurrection of jake the snake and the yeah oh, yeah cool yeah that guy. No, the Mox guy was um that was Sick Nick Mondo. Ah, yes, it was. Yes. Um, I don't know if they I don't know if they're letting Sick Nick into the AEW family yet. Wrestling's for everyone except the guy with the weed whacker. Sick Nick Mondo. He he just sounds like he should be a Tarantino character. Oh, hundred percent. He should be. <laughs> you just have to look at the man. Uh, but but he's he's a filmmaker. His stuff was great. His aesthetic was awesome. But um, and New Japan have used that entirely for Mox's thing. Like he's entire basically all of Mondo's shit. But I um, I do wonder like how like I thought man, I, Lance Storm had the thing, and I, I I I'm stunned by how often I agree with Lance Storm. It's like like the man is he's he's like a he's like a he's like a less controversial Jim Cornette, like yeah. He's a reasonable Jim Cornette. He's a Jim Cornette that doesn't want to tar and feather and burn you and baby you or like it's like settle down, Jim. Like he's not prone to go off the handle. But he was talking about what he thought AEW was going to announce. Like when they were talking about the beginning, he was saying what he thought AEW was going to do. And he thought that they would structure it like they would do like Clash of the Champions style TV events. And they would build up with like UFC countdown each week to the big event. And I thought he's like, look at he's like, look at what they do with being the elite. It's like that could you could create a model. And it's like I was like, it'd be ballsy as fuck. That's kind of like what we were sort of talking about before they when there was speculation about whether they get TV or not. Yeah. And we was like, oh, how, you know, they could present this this way. Like being the elite is sort of proven that there's a there's a model there to get an audience interested in your product uh and they've got if they sign all this talent and off the back of all in they can do big shows and build sort of through the internet and whatever you can have still have smaller shows yeah yeah i that i we will see what they do and i'm sure they'll be successful but i would have loved to have seen the guys do an aw show where they go around the indies 
throughout the week and record beat like record a TV show each week. And they produce that TV show. They build up the countdown. They build their stories, and they build to live special events on television and try to pop big ratings on television. Mm. Where it appears mm. that they're going to weekly television and pay per views, which is yeah. an interest. It's interesting for all the talk that they would slip back into a structure that is very conventional. It could be perhaps because of Tony Khan's pressuring as well. Maybe to have more content and maybe to follow the guideline that he perhaps grew up watching. Well, it's it could yeah. it could also be Cody just oh. going bring back fucking WCW. <laughs> yes. Bring back what that did. It feels a bit like that, right? Like it yeah. feels very Cody. It feels like Cody's at the front of this. And the Bucks are like, yeah. We're going to go on TNT, yeah. mate. It's yeah. got to be on TNT. It's yeah. got to be on a, this time and this time. Yeah. It's like, I'm surprised he wasn't like Saturday night 6.05. I just want to be like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it does make you think that there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of the ego of like, I want to take them down. Like, and because you're copying them, you, you want to be like them and be better than them. And I my inclination would have been to try to use this as an opportunity to by beating them by doing what they will not do i thought that would have been interesting as red said it might have been maybe not necessarily pressure from tony khan but the opportunities that tony khan presents where before they were probably like well we would do this internet model and we could lead to pay-per-views but then Tony Khan comes along with money and the opportunities for contacts with networks and mm. stadiums and fucking all this other crazy shit. And you go, well, we didn't think this was possible before. Yeah, it's a whole new world. And now that it's possible, let's just do it because there's the opportunity. It's pretty hard to say no when a billionaire comes and says, here's a big contract now. Go and do, like, go and be them, but do the way you want to do. Yeah. Um, but it does, and I think we talk about it when we talk about pro wrestling, is that everyone's a little, always a little bit, like, we're all a little bit ashamed of that. So they, when someone comes and legitimizes pro wrestling by saying it's going to be on TNT, it's going to be this, and they're going to give you all this, and they, they fucking, the networks are blowing you, you're like, yes, I want to proclaim my legitimacy. I want to, like... I don't want to be on the internet like the rest of these fucking palookas. This is, yeah. a, you know, like, I'm not fucking beyond. Like, and but, Paul Beyond's in the corner going like, we're doing good shit. Like, yeah, we've, look at all the views we've got. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's, you know what I mean? Like, but they want to the, be legitimized, you know? It's like, it's we, the, the, we're the corporate. <laughs> yeah, it's the, that's, the, that's the fear is of add suits to wrestling and see what fucking happens. Because yeah. that's my worry is that it's just the pressure is going to be on to get a number, whatever that number is, I don't think it's going to be... I can't imagine that I. I don't think it's going to be, oh, you've got to get WWE numbers or anywhere near that. No. Certainly not at this stage. But if they start doing well after a year and the pressure is going to be there to have this consistent number and you've got to do this and you've got to be sponsor-friendly mm, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, are they going to just be bastardized by... Yeah. the revenue that they get from fucking sponsorships and... You know, billionaires going, "Oi, I've given you this money, fucking toe the line." Or yeah, yeah. At some point, it yeah. it does make you wonder, and it's like, I it's it's all to be decided, as you would say, Reddit. We'll see what happens in terms of of that. But I I do I do think that they've missed an opportunity <laughs> to put the to. We will see how they structure it, but 
my God, they've got so much goodwill. They've got so many people investing. I would have loved to see them say, you know what? We're on TNT. Like, like they were saying, but they can't do Tuesday nights because basketball's on Tuesday nights and they get preempted. It's like, wouldn't it be great if they said, like, we'll have basketball there and then we'll be like, we'll have Wednesdays and we'll do Tuesdays in the basketball off season. Like, figure a way to be like, well, why do we have to be every week? Like, I just thought that was such an interesting, like, that... It's like that. It's like that whole thing around like a money ball and that trucker idea of the naive question. It's like, like, the way that like the uh, money ball, the the Oakland A's and how they excelled because everyone in baseball thought you just had to have someone that hit the ball over the fucking fence. Home runs were what won games of baseball, and the whole trucker come through and the whole guy uh, Nick Dipodesta who said no no bunting and getting on base is the key. People that get on base are more because he looked at the he asked and said, "Okay, the naive question, which is Peter Drucker's management technique, is to ask the question of yourself. It's the most important question any business can ask themselves. If we didn't do it this way, is this the way we would start? It's the most important question any business can ask itself. If we didn't already do it this way, is this the way we would start? And so that idea would be a let's just apply it simply to like uh like a, the car industry. If we were going to design a car today, if would we build it on a, a on a non-renewable? No, because we yeah. know that we it not it doesn't make sense. But we don't ask ourselves if if we were to start again, which is the way we'd start. If you took the wrestling business and said, fifty-two weeks a year, if we were to start this way, is this the way we'd start? I guarantee you, they would say no. There's no one would say yes. We will do. We will we will tour fucking three hundred days a year. We'll miss Christmas. No one would say that. Mm. But because it's been established and that's the way they've done it, no one is naive enough to ask that question. And I thought those Bucks and Cody and Kenny were naive and stupid enough to say, let's do something completely different. And I think they wanted to, but then the suits yeah. got involved and they said, no, no, we have, to, we have to stick to convention. And so I do wonder if we've missed, if we've missed an opportunity to, to change the world in that context. Um, well, I guess we'll have to just wait and see. <laughs> we, we will. That is a real, that's like a real <laughs> conversation and sentence. I didn't even realize how much of a, a conversation ender that statement is. <laughs> until, until you said it before. Yeah. 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 As soon as you yeah. say it, it basically yeah. means well, there's nothing more to be said. <laughs> it hasn't happened <laughs> it yet. It hasn't happened yet, just so wait, why bother talking about wait it? Wait it I've had enough. The, the, <laughs> ultimate, the ultimate, this is not the, the language for a podcast. Let's just wait and see. Okay, thank you, everyone. That's we're done. <laughs> we're done there. But yeah, uh, I, it's a good question, Dave. It was a good question because I just thought, man, like, it's an interesting question. It really, really. Why is. have it, Why don't people do it? Yeah, and it's a shame too because it does look like AEW is heading down that road. It would have been really, really cool to see. I mean, how you think about one of the most significant moments of wrestling history in the last couple of years, and that's all in. Well, how did all in happen? It was a groundswell. Because was... Ring of Honor, for some reason, didn't realize they're getting punked. Like, I don't, like, yeah. Yeah. Here, have our ring. Indeed. Have our thing. Let's do it all. Let's show that you can do a show without us. And then, oh, what's that? You're leaving? Oh, my God. What the fuck? Hey, New Japan. Oh, we've what are you guys just totally doing? fucked ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Japan, too? Yeah. Are we in, in like, the good sort of probably 10 minutes? Well, no, I was thinking about it for longer than that. But I was like, I put pen to paper for about 10 minutes just thinking of ideas. Yeah. And I wrote like a full page on, on just off the top of my head, just running by 
cons. Uh, sorry, pros. I want to hear this. And actually. then, and then went to went on to cons and like came up with one or two that were kind of very basic and just kind of the opposite of a couple of my pros. Like if uh, I'm thinking like there's a lot of benefit to it, I don't understand why other people wouldn't think that other than the, that real rigid framework of this is how wrestling has been mm. presented for the last umpteen whatever yep. years yep. Uh, and we don't know how to look outside this when they've come from them, which seems strange because they've come from a model where they did it completely different way mm. and now they're reverting to it. I don't know. There seems like there'd be a lot of benefits to it. Maybe it feels new to them and that's why they're doing it that way. Yeah. Well, it's all, also maybe it's also all they know, but I, but like if you're the Bucks, they've never done weekly TV. Yeah, when, when, when uh, uh, that's why like Jericho's talking about. Oh, you know it'll be you know beneficial for Moxley and I to be there because we'll be able to you know and Cody, Cody to be there because we've done like weekly weekly TV for a long period of time. And, and, and in that in that interview, Moxley and him sort of laughed about ha ha ha. They don't know what's coming. Ha ha ha. It was like yeah, and it's like I don't think they do. <laughs> It was like, it was like, are you boys sure there? It's like, ha, 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 when, when did the whole, so if you go back to the history of wrestling, carnies and all that kind of stuff, when did the need for this gross consumption to continuously happen, you know, and why? What do you mean in terms of like weekly television? Weekly television, yeah. When when did, like, you know, because you, if you look at like through the South and all the different promotions and the territories and all that kind of stuff, yeah. establishing a TV right, was well, if you, well if you didn't have TV that was almost like a death knell well, at one the, point. Back in the day, they used to it used to be territories, so they would just tour the local territory. So the travel schedule wasn't that big, mm. and you would have your TV every Saturday or Sunday, or whatever. Like you, mm. I know, I know and a bit was, about Memphis, and it was like limited limited to your local area. <laughs> yeah, it was localized TV. TV. So, yep. yep. Yeah. So you'd see your local territory wrestlers. Yep. And they and, and, so then, they and then Rick Flair or whoever yeah. was the NWA yeah. champ would visit would every visit. now and again and fight your champ kind of deal. Yeah. So and that way you you guys could do weekly television because essentially they were working a couple of spot shows throughout the week or like working yeah. in a fairly small territory. Yeah. Or you might go. You might do your your Friday Saturday night in your town and then uh, Thursday night you might go yeah. to the the state next or the yep. town next or the the territory next door to you and do a thing over there and come back and you could be presented TV. very differently over there because their tv is different to your tv yeah. and so you could be you could sort of move around a bit and not necessarily be stuck to the one so presentation. like a handful of wrestlers were the people that traveled the most the company itself didn't travel so the much companies didn't travel very That's much it, they yeah. didn't travel outside of their yeah. territory and it was what it wasn't until vince started buying up all the, the territory that's why they, they called started... the nwa champion the traveling champion because yeah. they the most of the territories sort of fell under the nwa and there he was like their guy like the nick aldis guy Yep. And he'd go from territory to territory to fight all their champions. So that was really the only real traveling you know, guys person. went other places, but he was the main guy sort of traveling. Yeah, which from place which to also place. made it a big deal when they lost. And well, the title changed. Yeah. It was massive because it was basically the NWA had to do a deal to help with whatever the promotion was. Mm. You know, the, it was, the, the promotion was getting the champion. And that, and also it was a big deal, but it was also dangerous because that would mean your top guy would then leave your territory yeah, too, yeah, to go exactly. off. Yeah, exactly. So there was there was a give and take regarding that. So that was where it built up. Like television was just you tuned in to see what the matches were. They'd sell you to that. Like imagine the idea. Like Memphis and like Kentucky and like Tennessee. Like they like in that region they would do at the gardens that they would do ten thousand every week. Like in a yeah. small in a small region. 
that's insane. Like, yeah, you're going there every week to watch the the matches, and they would just keep that running all the time. They just keep it going. Wrestling was real back then, damn it. Well, but it was localized, and it was easier. What they, but it was easier for them on their bodies. Yeah. Once you start opening up travel, and once Vince started to do like what happened was Vince did the national stuff, but also, um, fucking um, Ted Turner's the rise of cable TV. And the need to get the superstations for Florida. They used to have Florida um, Championship Wrestling down there, and so they started to get a bit of a conglomerate to get onto the fucking the NWA. Basically, became you know like um, on the the fucking superstation TBS, and so it was the first that was sort of getting in that direction of putting on mm. like nationally broadcast television, but it was still local television, just broadcast nationally. Uh, and Vince tried to buy into that. That's the famous stuff you see where Vince is down there on fucking TBS talking about shit because he was trying to get into those markets. But then Vince saw the idea was, well, let's just buy up all these territories and instead of doing, like, taking a, a regional promotion and putting it national, let's make a national promotion. That was his concept. But it was done by a person who had no fear or compunction about getting someone to travel from fucking New York to Florida to LA in the space of, two weeks you know it's basically a week to a run like mm. they used to do loops but then they just had to grow and grow and grow and grow and it just got to the point where it's just untenable but it was it was sequentially built it was like one step after the other it wasn't like some grand scheme of this is what wrestling could be it just went from one thing to the next and sort of slowly got to a point where it became this bigger than ben-hur production yeah well it's a bit like um what, what <clears throat> sorry excuse me what killed Jimi hendrix it wasn't the overdose it was his travel schedule well, I mean, I, I think every every wrestler, eighties and nineties, is the majority of them are just beaten down, like yeah. so beaten, and they would their bodies are broken, they're taking fucking pain pills, they're yeah. getting, like all of that result of that, and of course Vince is not going to take any responsibility for that because everyone signs up to be a part of that, but you you're joining the circus, there's yeah. no doubt about it. Only this is a traveling one, and I just thought that when these AEW guys come along, they did not have any of that baggage, they were not connected to any of that stuff at all, and so I just thought, wow good opportunity to not fall back into that trap of the territories. But I think the idea is they want to be the new, like, but the territories exist out there. That's what I thought was a great opportunity because, like, the Indies are the territories. Mm. Yeah. And, like, people are traveling right now. There is a traveling champ. And the independent TV champ and is a more, traveling champ. Yeah, exactly. They're more international. So rather than going from a state, you can spend time in a country and <laughs> yeah, and do stuff on in their territories. Like, you can, like, do what David Starr's doing. Mm. Go and do be the go over to the UK and do it all over there. <laughs> piss and, them all, or piss everyone off over there, and then come back and piss off everyone over here. <laughs> yeah, it's great, it's perfect. But and like offend them by stepping on the W the UK belt and do all that sort of shit. Like that's great fun because you can be. But you're right, man. Like that system is there, and I thought there was a good opportunity to almost like take two instead of. Instead of buying up Make all these the mistakes killing, of, instead of yeah, what was done in the past, all the territories yeah. are there. Instead of going in and saying, let's take all the best talent from the best territory, let's raid the territories, which is what Vince did initially. He took Vern's best man in Hulk, you know, like he took their best guys and tried. That's how he was able to buy them up so cheap because he took the top guys off of them and fucking killed them. Like, it was brutal. Like, and AEW saying, no, no, we're not going to be like that. Although now everyone's signing up to exclusive deals. Now mm. Joey Janela's been taken off. And there's talk that he's gone off GCW. Like, like that's... Oh, really? There's, there's mm. talk that he's got an exclusive deal, that all these guys are getting exclusive deals that are going to be done. 
And so they're going to go off once TV starts. They have to go off these these. So history is repeating itself. That's my fear. That's my fear is that the model that we talked about, what is wrestling? My question is, is wrestling is everything. It's so many things. But what I don't want wrestling to be is trapped in what it was. It mm. needs to keep moving. Okay. Yeah. Like it needs to keep moving and go. And when AW comes along, like wrestling can be awesome. It can be this new thing. It can be something different. And it's like, yeah, it can be granted. It could be something awesome. But if it's wrapped in the same packaging and it looks the same, like if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, I'm not going to wait to see if the shit comes out the same way. Like I'm just going to say that's a fucking duck. And I nearly went fucking, fucking Saturday, <laughs> Saturday fucking pluck a duck. Pluck a duck. <laughs> that's pluck a duck. <laughs> Uh, but like, I'll stick to the stuff that I that I like because I'll go away. I don't like that 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 old approach. I think it's. I think we've seen what happens after twenty or thirty years of it, and I'd like the the next model to come along to start for something different. And I just think that well, that's that, a chance. that that shitty original product that's gotten so stale is the byproduct of what happened with All In, and why we are in this situation. So why would they go back and, and why would they go and, and try and take on? The company that made that formula and try and make it their own makes it's weird, isn't it? It's a weird, it's a weird question. I don't know, I really don't. But let's see what they do with it. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, well, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, let's pluck a duck. Mm. It's too to, like you'd hope that if uh, Tony Khan is as smart as he seems, like he is, like he seems like he's pretty cluey sort of dude. I guess. Yeah, yeah. he's he's a fucking rain man of wrestling. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, the Bucks and Cody and Kenny, I mean, all their, their what they've been able to do sort of speaks for itself. You would imagine that their fingers are on the pulse with uh, what's happening in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do have a plan for when TV really looks like it's mm. sort of phasing out or maybe they'll develop one. You'd, well, they've got that BR benefit. live streaming stuff, I guess. But Yeah, but I mean, benefit of the doubt at this stage, I don't think BR live is the answer long term. <laughs> no. Nah. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I still like, can you just make it more like New Japan? I like New Japan World. <laughs> <laughs> you just have your own. That's a good model. The recurring, the recurring system of, you know, like, uh, what is wrestling? That's <laughs> ah, New Japan World, really. But, it's, wrestling. but it's yeah. true, though. It's a formula that works and it's a formula that's effective. And I mean, like, I mean, it, it, it has, a, it has its flaws, but. Yeah. If, I, yeah. If I would give, like, if I were to start, and I would say, like, knowing what everything's available to you in how wrestling presented, if I were to start, I'd be more inclined to start with that as my foundation than Vince's foundation. Vince, yeah, and, I'm with you. And or, so, or the foundation of something that that died twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, WCW. Like, I love WCW, but God, they. I mean, shit. They had some. There's some mistakes made. Um, yeah, and it wasn't all roses. <laughs> no, it wasn't all beer and skittles. I can tell you that right now. Well, you can't bake a cake without cracking some eggs. <laughs> You're not wrong. You need some nuts too. Mm. Fucking hell. The um, I was, but you're right, and that's what I'm sort of getting at. It's like I'm not saying be New Japan. I'm saying why wouldn't I you? Am. Yeah, <laughs> I think Dave Dave's making that a very clear. But I would say like look at what they like what what they're doing in the presentation format and think well maybe maybe. Maybe off season, like maybe that's too radical. But yeah, maybe think about how you present your stuff, or just mm. look at how indies present. Like you've got Janella in there, 
and like Janelle has been doing promoting big shows. He's got fucking to live and die in LA coming up. Like he's been promoting shows for a long time. GCW are some of the most innovative and interesting promoters there are. Like Moxley Barnett, like that's gonna be great. Bloodsport. Yeah. They do interesting stuff and they build it up with like they do interesting things. I'm like, wow. Am I always gonna be like I wrestling can be so many things. You get to pick what you want it to be and pick mm. the things you like. I just wanted someone to come along and say, and I thought AEW was going to do it. I was like, let's take the, all the things that work in all these places and make it our thing. Mm. And instead, I think they've sort of said, let's take all the best talent we can and do what Vince did, but just assume that we can do it better. And <laughs> like, I just our billionaires more rich. <laughs> well, yeah, we got more so money got than more you. More money are. than you, and that's not a shitting on Seth them, Rollins. But you can't argue that. Yeah, but not... if that was a recipe for success then fucking Ring of Honor would be over. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you, all you need is a, a backing and weekly television. It's like, nah, nah, nah son. Nah. nah. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how they go, man. All I'll say is, uh, uh, it, yeah, I, I, I hope they do well. But I wish they uh. I wish they did something a bit more progressive in that context. Like, And it probably shows yeah. how far back wrestling has been in the West in terms of its presentation, that this is still progressive. This is still change. It's just not the, it's not, they're not going the whole hog. Well, yeah. AUW looks around and it's like, oh, we have so many cruiserweights. All right, we need another shink. 502. Uh, all right, so, all right, well, now what we do, uh, AXT. Let's do that one. Uh, yeah, it's so original, so original. No one's ever thought about this. Uh, what do you think, Kins Can? If, if they're not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Married to Belinda. Uh, mm. uh, wow. <laughs> I just created my own stable. I would love it if they did the opposite of like Vince and they're like, okay, they're going to get like, they get like Bernie Sanders in the uh, AEW Hall of Fame. And they're like, they do the exact opposite. <laughs> they like get the, that's like. And they probably will. <laughs>